welcome to Speak Strength, a podcast designed to encourage, motivate, and inspire you to a healthy lifestyle with your hosts, Jason Winley and Brittany Pender. On today's episode of the Speak Strength podcast, we talk about aging and exercise. I'm Jason. And I'm Brittany. And welcome to Speak Strength. Hey guys, so today we are talking about aging and exercise. So to get it started, um, you know, when we first think about aging, we think about the gray hair, the wrinkled skin, uh, being frail and things like that. But we also need to focus on the inner effects, I'll call them, such as like... Let's talk about this gray hair for a second. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm looking for that distinguished salt and pepper look, you know, when you turn about 42, 43, that Mm -hmm. salt and pepper, you know, I really haven't had that... Anyway, salt and peppers would be dope. All right. So, you know, when I say inner effects, I'm thinking of cardiovascular systems and your brain functioning, your bone density, your muscle mass, um, and how all this is going to change with age. So, you know, with the effects of age, you can have dementia, Alzheimer's, sarcopenia, osteoporosis. All these things can happen, but Thankfully, Dude, the effects of aging are not for the weak. <laughs> you can't go into age expecting that you're just going to come out on top. Something's going to yeah. happen, it seems like, right? Yeah. You no, just named a laundry don't list fear. of things. <laughs> Those are just examples, okay? okay. <laughs> but however, in this podcast, we are going to specifically talk about brain functioning, muscle loss, and bone density. Brain function, mm-hmm. muscle loss, muscle loss, and bone, bone density. density. In context with health and exercise. In context with health and exercise. You have an echo. I just oh. felt like I should hype man those statements. That's pretty much what I'm going to do today. Is okay, I'm going to be cool. Brittany's yeah. hype man because she came out on fire with the information. Her research was top notch this week. So I'm excited right. to hear what she has to say. All right. So let's start with muscles. So um, I researched that your peak muscle mass is by early 40s. And then the loss can start occurring such as like your muscle volume and... Um, like the change in composition of muscle can happen. And like an atrophy of muscle? Yeah, so we'll say atrophy. Um, and this also incorporates limitations that can arise, such as mobility. And this goes into kind of the frailty aspect. Um, so when you're lacking um, like poor physical activity and not exercising your muscles on the like day-to-day, or not even daily, but just like on a weekly basis, weekly like basis. any physical activity, right. this can happen. So. so as you're getting older, and especially for those who are sedentary, yes. not having active muscles can work against you in the long right. run. You're yeah. not actually saving mm-hmm. anything or making anything better. Right. And if By you think about around and right. being inactive. And if you think about how we were made, um, we were made to move and we were made for our muscles to work. And the longer they don't work, the the less we're going to be able to use them at, right. at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. It, that kind of works together if you think about it. What do they say? Um, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Yes. That's, that's very true in this right now. Yeah. It's context. Good. All right. So um, like we were saying, like they will break down. They will atrophy, but there's no need to fear. No because need to fear. Exercise is here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're getting quoted for that one. <laughs> You're getting a ton of that t-shirts. That was silly, but it makes sense. So, you know, you can slow this process down. You can prevent this with exercise. You can That's prevent. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Absolutely. Was there, was it muscles or bone that had the percentage of loss over decades? Um, bone? Are we going to get into that later? 
Yes. Oh, that's I, the brain, actually. The, the brain. All right, I'm jumping the gun. But okay. let's say, sorry, I want to go back to something on the muscles. <laughs> yes, do that. And that, so the actual muscle loss can be stopped and have very little effect if you start resistance training. Yes. And we'll get mm-hmm. into how to apply all this information there. But as we talk, think about resistance training, think about cardiovascular training um, yeah. and the other styles of training, that, especially that we hit last week. Yes. But all right, so I think you're going into the brain All right, next. so yes, brain is next. So there are two neurotransmitters that regulate our functions in the body, such as like sleep and metabolism, that's serotonin and dopamine, the, the happy... The happy hormones. Um, that people say. All the time. It's like the, <laughs> um, that's kind of in the, it's in like pop culture right now and all the leadership books. Yes. How do you, how do you help the serotonin and dopamine, what is the word? Ex- excretion is such a weird word. Yeah. But, but how do you get those to work for you and to your benefit? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. And so um, I found a study that was so interesting to me. It talks about dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that helps transport signals in the brain, right? So... Um, a study shows that dopamine levels decline by around 10% per decade from early adulthood and have been associated with declines in cognitive and motor performance. And I thought that was so interesting right. because every 10 years, your brain is losing that that connection, the synapse, as we'll call it, like that spark. The ability for the brain to function at high speed. Yes, yes. Right? It's almost mm-hmm. pretty much your cognitive capacity to recall yes. information, to hear information and spit right. it back out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool that way. Right, because, you know, as we age, it will be harder to multitask and learn new things and even remember certain memories. So um, I just thought that was really interesting. But again, exercise can help with this. Have no fear. Exercise <laughs> is here. I'm going to need you to that say that. That be our tagline. <laughs> for this entire episode. <laughs> <For> this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Something goes up. Have no fear. Exercise is here. Yes. Deal. <laughs> All right. So I researched also that exercise can... Um, there's exercise increased growth factors, so it makes the brain easier um, to grow new neuronal connections. So those sparks again, you're growing more with exercise. And there's a lot of cool new research about neuroplasticity plasticity, and the ability for the brain to increase cognitive function through exercise. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading this book. I, guess I just finished it last week. It's called Spark, and it's the revolutionary new science between exercise and the mind. And it talks about some research that's showing that the brain can continue development. After, a lot of times, back in the day, researchers thought you have what you have as far as the brain goes, okay. and that is what it is. But now research is showing that you can it's grow. Yeah. Yes, like you can, the, the mind can change. You can train the body to think faster, be faster, move faster, yes. remember faster, mm-hmm. or train the mind to do all those things faster. And then the more you use that particular synapse, the wider, if you think of it as a freeway, right? If a freeway is mm-hmm. really, really narrow, and then as traffic starts to, to get in there, it gets, gets kind of tight. But as you use your, um, as you use those synapses in the brain, they start to widen a little bit, and it allows more flow through that. Yeah. So the traffic widens yeah. and more traffic can get through it. Wow. It's really cool. That's the book's called Spark. So if you have an Audible or you look online on Amazon, you can look it up. It's the the revolutionary new science between exercise and the brain. It's been, yes. it's really that cool, provides some really insight. Wow. Okay, and so um, going off of, you know, the brain also, it says that physical activity can also be an antidepressant. You know, when people say, I exercise to reduce my stress or calm anxiety, that's very true. Like, it does do that. Let's also make sure we're not, just understand, we're not saying exercise cures no, depression yeah, or no. cures any of those ex- it's 
it has a very positive effect. Right. And research yeah. shows like a that correlation. A very positive correlation with those who exercise and the decrease of the symptoms of depression. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And if you think about it in a way, because what we're doing to the body when we exercise is we're causing little micro stresses mm -hmm. so that the body can reheal itself right. and learn yeah. to handle bigger stresses better. Yeah. This mm -hmm. cool thing, the body handles no stress. It doesn't know necessarily what the stress is from. We can cognitively think this is what the stress is, but when the body actually receives on a physiological response, it just is stress. Right. And so the when we exercise, we're teaching the body and training the body and the brain with the way that um, the brain and the mind react to exercise. We are teaching the body how to handle stress at a higher level. Yes, that's so interesting. Okay, you want to move on to the bone now? Bone Bones density. are cool too. Yeah, there's, okay. and I think this is cool because a lot of people really consider when you start aging, people always say, oh, my bones ache or these old bones can't do things anymore. So, yes. but then again, have no fear. <laughs> Exercise is here. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you have All right, going on. so with the bone, it's bone density, and density is just how strong your bones are. So um, the higher the bone mineral content, the more dense your bones are. Mm -hmm. um, and let's see. Weight-bearing exercises, these are great to help reduce the risk of osteoporosis. Um, studies show that the magnitude rate and the frequency in as little as 12 to 20 minutes can improve your bone density. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, 20 to 30 minutes is not a long time. Yeah, and like y'all, if you're busy. It doesn't take that much time. You right. waste more time flipping through the channels and figuring out what's in the refrigerator yeah, than you, yeah. do, than you yeah. can do or have. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm not even going to finish that out. <laughs> So a few exercises that can help increase your bone mineral density are things such as weight training, plyometrics, which is jumping, mm -hmm. um, stair running, jumping rope, um, climbing things. Like just any type of movement, honestly, is going to increase your bone mineral density. I think as we continue to grow as a society and science is showing um, and doing more research, we're starting to find out how our society has negatively impacted our lives yes. and how exercise can help put that back. Right. And I say negatively impact in the fact that we have taken movement out of our day-to-day -day activities. Yeah. We're not, we don't wake up and start activity. We wake up and we go sit down from a, a job that is nine to five and you're sitting at the desk. Then you go home and you sit down and you watch TV or you scroll through your right. phone or you find your mm -hmm. tablet and you just kind of sit. We're unsocial, yeah. we're inactive, and that's not right. the, what we're made to do. Right, no. And um, let's see, we could talk about nutrition also goes, plays a role into this. So some foods, if you want to, you know, dig a little deeper into this, you could eat like fish, salmon, seafood, kale, broccoli, <laughs> things like that. A solid <laughs> That's balance, just a little side note. <laughs> a solid balanced nutrient diet will definitely yeah, help yeah. Um, age off or kind of Help with your bones, like Absolutely. calcium. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, how do we make this stuff applicable? So right. put it into uh, a summary. As you start to age, mm -hmm. there's a possibility of uh, muscle atrophy. Yes. There's a loss of brain function. Yes. And bone density seems to decrease. Yes. But have no fear. Exercise, Exercise is, is here. here. And if we're going to write a general plan for how to minimize the effects of aging on our bodies mm -hmm. and our mind, we're going to say, give us one. You give one, and I'll give one. We'll shoot that out. So wait, say it again. Oh, uh, you sorry. give, <laughs> you give an applicable way to uh, that we can give to the audience. You give it one. I'll give one on how to minimize the effects of aging. 
Um, stay active. Stay active. Um, All right. I'm gonna say with I'm gonna stick with her on stay active and the amount of activity each week matters. So yes. make sure you're active 20 to 30 minutes, two to three times a week. Yes. And um, yeah. The styles of training. Is that, yeah. So you are you ready to end? I guess let's find some keynotes to end with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just find interest and pay attention to more than just the physical looks of your body. Understand that as you age, changes will occur. We can't stop aging, guys. Like, it's going to happen. <laughs> yes, it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> cool deal. So thank you guys for watching. Have no fear. Exercise is here. Yes. Aging's going to happen. Stay active two to three times a week, 20 to 30 minutes at a time, using resistance training and cardio. Yes. And if you guys have any other questions, you can find me on Instagram at J underscore Winley or at the Body Shop, which is the gym Instagram at Body Shop X. And you can find me at Chin underscore up underscore chick on Instagram. Good deal. And you can also find this podcast on BodyShopX.com slash Speak Strength. And it is on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Yes. Thank you guys for watching. Y'all have a great week.